Hey friends, it's Erica here. Two things before you get started listening to the great revival of Rosé all day anyways. We're going to be talking uh, a lot about uh, egg breathing in this episode and in the ones coming up. Um, so I do talk at one point about different ways you can conceive a child. And when I'm talking about it, I use the phrase conceive um, when what I'm specifically talking about is conceiving a child through intercourse. Um, I just want to be clear anyway that you create a child is a conception and for some reason I was having a lot of trouble saying the word intercourse don't know why but I'm here to say it today um, the second thing is at one point I described my understanding of the purpose of the shot that you receive um, before you get an egg retrieval and I'm about half right in what I'm describing. Uh, Katie was asking me uh, a lot of questions that I wasn't prepared for and I hadn't done all of my research so just know I am going to correct myself in the next episode after I have now gone through an orientation and done additional research but I think it's important to leave it in to show that this egg freezing process and fertility in general it is complicated even if you're about to go um, through uh, an egg retrieval yourself you may still kind of have no idea what's going on and that's something that I also got in my orientation today so I just wanted to clear those two things up uh, before you listen I hope you enjoy and away we go my video yeah, do I look blurry? No. You do. That's weird. Oh well, it's Maybe just kind of pixelated. Maybe. Maybe that's that um Arkansas internet. <laughs> Probably. Hey. 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 Arkansas. <laughs> uh, all right. Okay. Are we starting? Okay. Yeah, I mean, I guess we probably have already started. I don't edit these things. You do, so you'll know if we've really started or not. Yeah, I'll just hit record. I'm, you know, pick. I, I, that's what I used to do is just see what we pick up, <laughs> and then go from there. This is what we're picking up: me being angry at my microphone that I haven't touched in like a year and a half, and you having blurry internet. So it's an auspicious beginning. You know, sometimes, no matter the time of day. You just gotta open a bottle of rosé and chill with your girls and drink it all away. Kick it. Rosé, all day anyway. Rosé, all day anyway. Rosé, all day anyway. Rosé, all day anyway. Well, we're, we're back, baby. We're back. We're back for a little bit anyway. I don't want to overpromise. Yeah, I don't want right. to overpromise. <laughs> I know that we have fans, and I don't want to get them too psyched up. <laughs> so many fans! Oh my goodness. Well, it I is. I can name it's... like five. <laughs> five fans, <laughs> and none of them are our moms. Once we start putting moms in there, we're like at a full blown ten between the two of us. Yeah, we got quite a few moms. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, it's uh it's it's 2:30 here where I am, which is Arkansas. As as what we um, say. 3:28 in New York yes. City. Yes, and it's January 14th and we're here. What? Why, why today, are we today? Saturday. Katie? 
Yeah. Hey, I'm Katie. Welcome to Rose All Day. If you're listening to this and you don't know who we are at this point, why are you listening to this? What's what's the name of our podcast? It's been so long. Rose All Day anyway. You know, we still have a thorough scene song that we never used. That we I know. I'm going to... I'm gonna we're gonna start this episode yeah maybe we'll like swap it out with the other the third theme song yeah yeah if you're listening you just heard our new song well you recorded that what like two years ago three three wow when was our last episode it was during quarantine Mm, we did one maybe right before you moved right yeah oh I guess we should do like a little catch up real quick Oh, I should say my name. I should still probably say my name. I guess. Oh, did you... I say mine? I'm Katie. You did. No, you said it. Okay. Don't say it again. That just sounds bad. I'm Katie. Uh, I'm Katie Rainey. <laughs> yes, I'm Erica. My last name's not important. <laughs> oh, are we not? Okay, I'm I'm Katie. No, no, name. no. You can say your last name. I just like being mysterious. Well, I said the time just because I realized like we're not drinking. Like I have a muscle milk right now because I just got done running. So and that's I my rosé. Some stomach problems, so I'm not going to drink right now either. <laughs> that's what's been happening with us over the last couple of years. Basically, we both crossed over 35 and uh, everything went to garbage. <laughs> yes. I think I was already 35 when we recorded our last. No, maybe I wasn't. Maybe I was about to turn 35 and I hadn't. You were yet. a spry 34 year old crossing over. Man, boy. Was I so spry? The optimism we had. Was I not 35 yet? Wait, this is... No, I was 35. I was about to turn 36. Okay, that was really confusing. Yeah, that's when it all goes downhill is when you you cross over 35. Oh, like once then you go 35 and then boom, up. I mean, I would say, sure. Throughout that year, I felt like I was increasingly more and more like, who am I? So by the time I got to 36, I was like, what's happening? (laughs) Well, I left New York City. I'm down in Arkansas. Had a, had a pretty rough go of COVID and everything. And uh, my grandmother passed away, which was, is the reason for my move down here. So that's the, that's my big change. I'm living down here with my other best friend and our three, three dogs now. I'm just collecting dogs. Nothing That's has it. changed for me. <laughs> Nothing has changed for me at all. Well, no, at you all. moved. You moved. No, I was in this apartment by the time we recorded our episode. Were you? Okay. Our last episode. Yeah. When you moved to Arkansas, I was in this apartment. I guess that's my other thing is I'm trying to go to law school. I've applied. We'll see if I get in. Maybe. That's my other big thing. I guess. We just had a trip to New same. Orleans. That was fun. Yes. Other than that, with, still the with same. former guest, Melissa. Yes, with Melissa. Otherwise, my life is still the same. Yeah. We all had, <laughs> any, we all had terrible breakups that you don't want to talk about in 2022. Because we I'll hashtag broke up. <laughs> we hashtag broke up with 2022. Yes, that, that, was, that was the uh, theme of our New Year's New Orleans trip. Yeah. yeah. I went to Italy, but that's just like a thing I did. That's not like a life change. It's a thing I did. That's pretty great, though. It is cool. But we are here because you're doing a life change. We decided to do a limited series and mm-hmm. see where we go from there. Because you, you, this is a life change. So why are we here? Uh, 
it's more like a more than a life change. It's like a a life. What's the word I'm looking for? Not pause, but like I'm taking a piece of my life that I can't get to right now, and I'm literally freezing it and then putting it on a shelf. So you're planning for a life changing event? Maybe. That's the other complicated part. We can get into it, but maybe, maybe oh, okay. not. I w- all right. But I'm getting old, so I have to, like, give myself options for later. Okay. So I am freezing my eggies. Yes. And these are not the eggs that you buy from the grocery store. These are the ones that, like... <laughs> They're the ostrich I had somebody eggs. say that. I said at one point, I'm freezing Quail my eggs. eggs. And I can't remember who I said it to, and they were, like confused and I was like no no not like the eggs you buy at the grocery store but like the ones that like your body <laughs> produces it might have been a man I was thinking to I can't remember but I don't think it was I think it was a woman and that I sounds like, about right that tracks but I, I think it was a woman though and I was oh, like I'm like I'm freezing them and then putting them aside yeah I'm not 100% sure that I am going to have a child right now I think for me, I want to keep my options open. I mean, part of my year last year, I will talk about this, is um, the person who I was seeing, who, you know, we've been together, like, on and off for, uh, like, three, four years at that point. Oh, my God, we like, a hundred years. It does feel like it was, like, a hundred <laughs> years. And not necessarily in a bad way, but in a way where that person is so, like, ingrained in so many of my life memories yeah. and moments that it's, like... I'm like, there's got to be stories that don't have that person in it. And it's like sometimes hard to think of. But we were starting to talk about, okay, well, do we want to have kids? And I started realizing through our conversations, you know, before that, I was kind of like, well, I'm going to be a mom, like, no matter what, whether it's by myself or whether it's with someone, I'm going to be a mom. Mm-hmm. And then I started realizing through those conversations, I was like, oh, I think I actually really do want to share this with someone and maybe I'm not like as pumped to do it by myself, but I also recognize at this point, you know, we're like, what, like four months out from me breaking up with this person. And so there's also probably September. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. With a little after you, I wasn't at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think within that, I know that there is like grief and other emotions wrapped in that, which mm-hmm. is why I think it's important for me to create options for myself. But I, for the first time in my life, have actually started thinking about what if I don't have kids? Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I probably, you know, do a bunch of traveling. It would be cool at some point if I could like live in another country and I don't know if I could do that as a single mom. Mm-hmm. Would be like, anything that and I'm like mm, that's not like the worst thing that could happen I guess and but I also know that well then what if I do find a partner and we do want to have kids mm-hmm. um and I have a friend who's maybe she's like six years older than me and she started trying to get pregnant when she was 40 and when she was my age 37 36 when she got married they didn't want kids and then she changed her mind and then it was really tough for her to get pregnant after she had changed her mind Right. And so I was like, okay. I went to a doctor's appointment. They said, like, fertility-wise, I seem to be in a good place. If I were going to freeze my egg, now probably is a really good time to do it. And so I'm going to go ahead 
and do it um, so that I have options down the road. And it's quite possible that even if a partner and I decide to have children, that like I might just get pregnant without using frozen eggs. That's another thing. Right. I may never mm. need these. I don't know. Wow, this is this is a real, uh, for lack of a better word, crapshoot. Like, I don't know. Not crapshoot. Like, you're, I don't know. You're putting all your eggs in a basket, but not, but not really. I don't know what I'm trying to I'm say. Putting I want to make of, egg no, puns. No, you, <laughs> I'm putting some of my eggs in a basket, in a tube, and then I'm freezing them. <laughs> I'm so, just here for the know. egg puns that will happen. Excellent. Oh. oh, I may have to pause soon. It looks like my Amazon fresh order is coming soon because I am cooking dinner for my staff on Tuesday night. And so. Oh, nice. What are you cooking? We're doing tacos they're, because they're definitely like, listening. Yeah, for sure. My whole leadership team knows, and it's not a secret what I've told everybody. So if anybody on my team hears that, totally fine. My whole leadership team knows. My assistant knows. A member of my boys know. Because I'm like, well, the board meeting is during this time period. And also, um, I don't know how I'm going to be behaving. <laughs> so I just oh, want to oh, put yeah. that out there now. <laughs> Like, this is happening. And because I can't schedule meetings right now, because it's going to be like all over the place. I'm going to have a doctor's appointment almost every day. Is that a hot? Okay, wait, wait, wait. You're you're jumping all over the place. And for me, who knows, I'm like next to nothing about this process, because that's part Mm -hmm. of the reason why that's my job here is to be like, what is this? Let's start from that. Do you want to get your Amazon Fresh order first? It's not here yet. So when the door okay, we'll pause whatever, whatever. I'll go. Yeah, we'll pause. All right. So what is this process? When you're getting your egg frozen, I hope I don't butcher this. You ask me what my process, the process is now, and then ask me again after I do the orientation. Oh, on we're we're gonna fi- we're gonna find out. We're gonna we're going every step of the way. Yeah, so but I what have, is it? I but- have an way. I have an orientation on Wednesday, and I may be able to be more articulate after the orientation. What do you wear to a egg freezing orientation? It's online, so what I'm wearing to oh. work that day. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So, uh, and some of what I know is from my own research, what I've been told so mm-hmm. far, and then also I want to give a shout out to the podcast Race to Thirty Five, which Monica Padman from Armchair Expert and um, her friend they froze their eggs together. And they recorded it and did like a weekly, uh, it was a weekly episode. They really recorded the whole thing in like, what, like 10, 14 days. But wow. they spread it out across the week. So it was like a two month right. run. And the podcast came out right as I was like going to the doctor. Which is probably what we'll do. Yeah, for to- for sure. Um, right as I was like going to the doctors and they were, you know, mm-hmm. checking out my situation. <laughs> like this is... The podcast literally came out that week. And so Mm -hmm. it was incredibly helpful to me, which is one of the reasons why I wanted to do this because like so many women, you know, are like, what does that even mean anyway? When you may one day be in a situation where this is what you have to do, Mm -hmm. whether it's because you're doing it proactively or reactively. Right. So, all right. So the A freezing process. So first step is that you go to the doctor just to get a consultation on your fertility. It's something you may even want to do, especially if you're over the age of 35 and you're just considering having a baby. You are right. born with all the eggs you will ever have. That's so wild. some people, isn't it? Some people yeah. cross over into their late 30s and like, oh, 
There's your Amazon Fresh. Go get that. And they're going to buzz like five times because I have a long apartment. And they're like, where is she? Do, do, do. Intermission while Erica gets her food. Do, do, do. So I was starting to talk about uh, what the process Big is. sexy eggs. Really? You said it to me, and now it's just in my and head. And then I immediately regretted it, and I just <laughs> wanted to, like, take it back. So when you keep saying it, it's just like, I don't know if I want to go it's on like no when record. I say Daddy Atkins. You hate it. Oh, so I really do. I told my dad that, and my dad laughed, and Rhonda, Rhonda also went, oh. I was like, thank you, Rhonda. <laughs> <laughs> so, Okay. So the first step um, in this process is you just go in for a consultation to see what's going on um, mm-hmm. with you. So um, what's a fertility test like? I don't. I have no idea. So it wasn't a test that I did. I don't think. Mm. I also feel like I was really stressed out on this particular day, so I really can't quite <laughs> remember half of what happened. Oh, and actually, <laughs> so before that, you just do like a. It was just like a consultation of like. Okay, so here's the deal with your fertility. And the one fact that sticks out to me really is after you cross the age of 37, your fertility rate takes like a steep decline for most women. Like for hmm. most men, highest in your 20s, goes down right. a little bit in your 30s, but still kind of like stays around in the same place. Maybe I have the graphic somewhere. I think I took a picture of it. Maybe we can post it when we post the episode. And then 37, it's just literally like a hill going down through 45. It's all downhill from here. It's all downhill. And I had just turned 37 like three days before. And I was like, cool, cool. I just turned 37 three days before. And my breakup was like two weeks before, two, three weeks before. So I was like, cool, cool, cool. That's great. (laughs) Great. So then I went in for a doctor's appointment uh, a couple weeks after that. I've also been having some other health issues. And every time I go in and get my blood pressure taken, it's really high. So part of what? And but it's because you ate disgusting Burger King. Yeah, sure. I'm not a fan of Burger King. Never was, never had been. Didn't that was You got food poisoning. I possibly had COVID the week before, um, but just didn't test. Um, in the right windows and my body just gobbled it all up Mm. Um, as opposed to like actually getting sick and going out and he got very sick like scary like his skin was on fire kind of sick so everybody got food poisoning nobody eat Burger King yeah no that's a crusade that I'm on they're not even trying to give me a refund for the burger burger that gave you food poisoning (laughs) They don't even want to like my two dollars and fifty cents back. Also, I don't think I bought it. I think he bought it, but I think we should get a refund for the whole meal. (laughs) Anyway, at least give us like it's not even two dollars anymore. This is two thousand twenty-two when this happened, so this is probably at least like fifteen bucks that we spent. Give him back the fifteen bucks. Everybody's almost dying here. So, but because of that, like, I've had all these health issues and there was a period where mm. my blood pressure was, like, 
kind of high, um, when, especially when I went to the doctor. So something that was a bigger thing during that appointment was like my blood pressure was so high that the nurse was like, oh, that's alarming. And in retrospect, I also think it's just a really nerve-wracking situation to be in. Yeah. You're, you're going to find out. For like, sure. Like, they're going to be like, oh, you're not doing great. Or it'll be all good. So I think that also was a big part of it, that it mm. was just like, I'm about to have this, uh, hear this information, and I've already been told that, like, my fertility dropping from this point on, and, like, I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to move forward without a person who I was starting to plan a life with. So, like, I just think a lot of that was being wrapped mm-hmm. up in it. So then you lay down, and they put the, there's a wand they put inside of you. Mm-hmm. They give you an ultrasound. Oh, so I they go look know. and see how many eggs are left or something? Yeah, and I don't know what magic this is that the doctor is performing that she can see that I could not see. But she's like, okay, yeah. So I see like one, two, three, four. Like you have a lot of babies. It's like when people get baby ultrasounds. I can't see it unless it's a fully formed baby. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, what is she talking about? She's like, we would likely probably be able to get like 10 to 15 eggs. And I was wow. like, and I know that's actually a really good number, especially for someone my age. And but I was like, what are you seeing? I just see black blobs. Yeah. What's, no, I might my, I guess what we didn't. My other life changing thing is my sister's about to pop pregnant, and is I'm that a life changing thing for you? I guess. It yeah, but it'd be an aunt. Thing. Yes, okay. my little my okay. little nephew. But anyway, when she first got her ultrasound, I was like. What am I looking at? Is this a Rorschach test? <laughs> Ink blot test? Whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's not like really clear. And there's, there's nothing in there also. So, you know, I was like, what are you looking at? And then later she called me and I wish I had been listening better. And I probably should ask before I go in. There's a score they gave me. There's some kind of fertility score that you get that I feel like because they took blood they did a lot of different stuff and mm-hmm. she like we had like a 15 minute phone call and I was like in between meetings and I like wasn't taking notes or whatever so I wish I had but I didn't at the time because there was so much going on but whatever that score is mine is high for a woman my age mm-hmm. which good. she said doesn't mean that you should not breathe your egg but it means it's a really good time to do so if you're not going to try to start having children mm-hmm. right now. And, you know, again, that I've been starting to, like, think about planning a family with someone. So I think I just needed to, like, emotionally digest that, like, hypothetically, this would have been a really good time for me to start trying. Oof. Oof. Yeah. And that, at this point, we were, that like, a, me a month and I don't out. even want a baby. <laughs> I know. They were, like, a month out from the breakup at this point that, like, the next year... Yeah. Or two would have been a good time. Yeah. But because that's not what I'm doing right now, it's a good idea to freeze them because the quality of my eggs are better right now. They're big, sexy eggs. Well, that's so the purpose of the process is to make your eggs a little bit more. Uh, well, how else do I not say big and sexy? Uh, <laughs> stronger, high quality. Um, you want to go from having like brand name eggs to like Gucci Prada, you know Prada eggs. <laughs> now I'm now I'm just seeing one of those like Fabergé eggs, 
like being that's that's what's getting frozen <laughs> yes, Fabergé that's, exactly, that's exactly what's getting frozen so what they're gonna do is i'm gonna get shot for about something like anywhere from 10 to 13 days I'm going to have extra hormones on top of the hormones that I have. So the process starts once you have your first, once your cycle starts a couple days after that. So mm-hmm. those hormones are, we're going to add some more in there to mm-hmm. help the eggs get, you know, to become um, Prada eggs. Which and you're set, you're not to like get too much into your, I don't know, I don't know if you care, but your period is set to start like the last week in in a week mm. which yeah. is funny because lizzie just scheduled her c-section for january 25th and then i go to new orleans on the 26th and come back the 30th so it's like all these things happening so i might just be like running with a mic in the hospital talking to you <laughs> while also meeting my nephew or driving down to new orleans i mean we can separate out meeting your nephew with uh recording this i just want to <laughs> throw that out there so it don't don't have to happen side by side (laughs) oh all right i could pull lizzie into it (laughs) yeah that's what she wants to do when she's like just given birth (laughs) yeah yeah might be might be too soon so yeah so we'll do that and then they will retrieve the eggs and then afterwards i will find out how many that i got cool and then what where you have to so do you want to talk about how much this process is? Because I have a question. It's way too much money, which is yeah. why it was a hard choice for me to make. It is yeah. like minimum $10,000. And it's a hard choice for me to make. Is that just the That's just extraction? for the procedure. That's yeah. just the extraction. And then you have to pay something like one to 2000 a year to freeze them. Like you pay a monthly mm-hmm. installment. Yeah. Yeah. And so you're freezing them in a facility, I'm guessing near you right now and what if you move do you move the eggs right i haven't even thought of that yet but yeah that would be a question of whether i leave them here or whether i take them with me i'm gonna guess it's probably better that i would leave them here and then if i ever use them i would come back to new york to like get yeah yeah that i guess yeah i feel like transporting them would probably be like really risky yeah yeah that's a lot yeah. So I think I would just okay. use them. For, but yeah, the chemical. So, and like I said, so there's a few possibilities that may happen. I may ultimately decide I'm not having children and then I have to figure out what I'm doing with the eggs. I may be able to get pregnant from conception and have no issue, have twins and then be like, great, that was all the kids I wanted. Um, oh my God. And, and then like move on. Right. Um, or I may have just maybe one child through conception and then like we're like oh we did want to have a second kid and now I do need the eggs yeah right because I'm like you know 44 45 and now I need them or from the onset I'll need them which is why you have multiple sometimes they don't take um sometimes you want more than one kid Mm -hmm. so I don't know what's gonna happen but it seems what happens if they put them all in and then you have 10 kids what is it called? I only I don't know. Even know what that's How, called. Is that I, possible? Um, is I that possible to have like ten kids in you? I think 
what I do know, and I don't know all the details of it, it is not uncommon from people who had IVF to have multiples. Mm -hmm. I don't know that process as well, though, and why that is. And what, so, I guess, wait, we don't have to get into that, never mind. What, what's the question? I may or may not know the answer, but what's the question? Like, what is IVF, exactly? I actually have a friend who went through the process that maybe if she's willing to come on, we should ask her if she wants to come on. Yeah, I don't I have really, two friends. I, mean... I actually have two friends. One friend I think may actually be open to coming on, another one I'm not sure. But I, like, I, I don't know the process as well, but maybe one of those two people could come on and explain to us. Like, is that the process, too, of putting your frozen eggs in? Do they call that IVF? I don't know. What do they call that process? No, I do know there's a difference between, like, I literally know nothing about any of this. There's a difference difference between you could do an artificial insemination. So there's a few different things you can do. So I could, as I am now, just get artificially inseminated. Somebody asked me why I don't do that. And I was like, oh, I am in no place to raise a kid on my own right now. And I might not even be interested in it. Yeah. Like, so that doesn't seem like a good idea for me to do at this moment when I'm wavering on if I even want to raise a kid on my own. Yeah, but that's a lot. And and it can, and you know, it can happen when even when you have a partner, you could end up raising a kid on your own. But I will say with the person who I was talking about it with, I always felt like even if we broke up, that person would still be there for their kids. Yeah. I always had that feeling about him, which is why I was like, no, this would be okay. <laughs> Even if for some reason the relationship doesn't work out, like he would still be there for his kid and he has a great family and they would be mm-hmm. there for the kids. So it would be fine. I'm a child of divorce and I'm a child of a, as healthy as a divorce could be. And so like, I was like, I'm fine. Like the kid would be fine. Please refer back uh, to our earlier episode. I think it was episode nine. <laughs> oh, you know the numbers. Yes. Where all my parents came on to talk we didn't have that many episodes i remember them (laughs) i don't remember anything yes the episode where all my parents came on to talk about how much they love each other or rather Mm -hmm. my mother talked about how much they love each other and my dad's like i'm here (laughs) (laughs) let me talk about tight pants (laughs) (laughs) i don't think he talked about it on the episode did he did we make i think i think i asked him in the end i was like do you want to talk about men wearing tight pants and I can't remember what he said. <laughs> I need to go back and listen to that one. To see I don't know said. if it made it into the episode, but I do remember asking him that. <laughs> I maybe asked you to cut it out. Probably. <laughs> I'm trying not to get my dad canceled. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I don't think he said anything bad. I, I can't really can't remember what he said, but anyway. Oh, so, okay. Um. So with that being said, I don't think that's the route for me. I think a, a more of a pause. So yeah. then with the eggs, I think if I'm not able to conceive, then I will, I think I would end up having to go the IVF route as mm-hmm. well. Although I do think this is one other alternative. I should really read on this. I've been so busy. So this is going to be my homework, I guess, before the next episode. Um, I think there's, there's another route that maybe doesn't involve IVF um, with the eggs, but yeah. So, hmm. but, uh, but I have, at least I have like a few different options. What I do know is that if you wait 
here's the thing. This is why you do it now. The quality of my eggs is better. Right. So if I wait until the quality of my eggs go down, then there's additional things that need to happen and it right. becomes more expensive down the road. So even if I ultimately do have to do IVF, I'm starting with a, a better quality of eggs. At what point, so say you do decide to use your eggs, at what point would you not consider your own pregnancy and maybe get a surrogate instead? I guess it depends on what's going on with my body, right? Like I'm going to be getting older. So women in my family have a history of a healthy pregnancy, but if I'm told not a good idea for you, or if I'm told, if I just know that my body is just not in a great place, then I would Mm -hmm. look at getting a surrogate. Or if I'm not getting pregnant and it has something to do with my body. So we're trying, but my body is not holding on to a pregnancy. Then we would need to go look at getting a surrogate as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, this is going to be a journey. Yeah, it's going to be a journey. And, you know, there are women in my family who have had kids in, like, their 40s. I think the big difference is for none of them was it their first child, and that would right. be the case for me. And that's right. the biggest difference. Yeah. Yeah. It's like my grandma had her seventh and her eighth in her 40s. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I can't even. A little bit of a different situation. Yeah. I just, I can't even imagine. Like, I do want to adopt one girl one day that's it what if they tell you they don't have any girls and it's like they but they're like they have this boy who no no boys okay probably but and and my my person that i broke up with we were planning this we talked about adoption so we were working towards that um actually my last two serious relationships they were both on board with that uh anyway so now that i have a nephew being born my mother is like once a granddaughter, essentially. And I was like, oh, my God. Okay. So, I mean, I'm going to have to start thinking about just financially um, saving mm-hmm. up for that because that's, that's super expensive, too. But, I'm, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not ready for that right now, for sure. Not yeah. on my own. Well, I live with my best friend. Yeah. She'd, she'd be the dad. <laughs> she already I mean, is so the I- dad to all of our dogs. I'm the mom. <laughs> so. I mean, I think that's the other piece for me, right, that I live alone. And most of my good friends no longer live in New York. So whatever I do, I have to figure out like what that means and how that impacts my, Mm -hmm. my job, my career, the whole, like whatever, because I don't, I don't have a lot currently. I don't have that person. Now, look, I am open. My therapist and I, have been talking about being open, which is something that I want for myself. And I am like actively working it at being open. You don't know what's going to happen next. I will say I couldn't have even imagined or dreamed up my last relationship. So you don't know what's going to happen. So I may very well be in a situation next year where I'm like, Oh my God, I'm with this person. I've been with them for like a year now. I meet Mm -hmm. them tomorrow. (laughs) I've been with them for mm-hmm. a year now, and, you know, we're old, so let's give you something. I don't know. You don't know. And I know that. Yeah. So yeah. right now I'm making plans based on the life that I have, but there's yeah. so much ahead of me that I don't know what's coming, which is another reason why I'm freezing my eggs, because I don't know what's coming. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, this is going to be a, a little journey. I'm going to have lots of more questions along the way, and maybe I'll make That's a great. game. You know we like a great. game on the show. Won't be able to answer half of them, but that's fine. I don't know what's happening with my own body, girl. I'm just, 
And but you do have one of your good friends, Amanda, is coming to stay with you during that pro this yeah. process. So hopefully we'll have her on too. Yeah. Yeah, one of the big things I got out of the Race to 35 podcast is that they were going through it together. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, shoot. I have nobody who I feel like I could really count on to help me like that. Mm. And then my friend does remote work. And so I reached out to her to be like, hey, what is your schedule like during that time? Do you want to come? Could you come stay with me? And she said, yes. So she's going to be around to help me during that time. That's great. That's good. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll yeah. have Amanda on. And Amanda also yeah. was on the New Orleans trip. She was. She was the only one who didn't have a breakup in 2022. That's true. So her spirit was light and open. And free. <laughs> <laughs> well, the rest of and, us were like. She's also, she's also the youngest. So she has yes. more. She still has her youthful optimism. <laughs> yeah. She's like, you never know what's going to happen. And the rest of us were like, we do. Oh, no, we, we do. We know what's going to happen. And it's all down It's not great. <laughs> We don't want to get too but bog you down with that because we still she, want she to. She hasn't keep crossed over 35 yet, as we said. Uh, we're coming that's what I'm saying. Once you cross over 35, there's just something that happens, whether it's positive or negative or a mix in between, that you're just like, oh, crap, from that point forward. <laughs> ah, shit. Yeah, shit. we'll have to Damn get it. Melissa on, on again, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Great. We're going we're gonna to document this journey for all of you. We're bringing the podcast out of retirement i don't know if we ever retire so much as we just disappeared um but we're, we're we kept trying we're to record raised. and then we just get overwhelmed with all of our jobs and stuff yeah yeah but we're gonna do this and we're gonna share this with you all because i just think it's important even like katie doesn't know stuff i'm gonna go through the process and i don't have all the answers so right i think it's important to to share with people Maybe yeah. we'll revive it in like, you know, five years when I'm like, I'm going through IVF. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll see how this ages. <laughs> All right. Well, anything else about before we jump off and I have to go pick up my children from daycare? The girls are at daycare. We call it school. One of my dogs, uh, I will. This is my other life change. Is our little puppy we got uh, from Turks and Caicos? She's a pot cake. I'm teaching her to talk. She's talking with buttons, and so the button for daycare is school. We call it school. So when I hit school, she goes and runs to her leash. And uh, anyway, I think she's doing this thing now. Uh, she, you, you're gonna think this is really cute. Instead of just hitting the outside button, she's been um, hitting the Rosetta button, and I'll be like, Rosetta's on the couch, and I'll turn around, and Rosetta's like walking this way, and then she hits outside, like she's waiting for Rosetta, and then hits outside. It's so fucking cute. That is cute. Um, I, I think really the main takeaway from this is that Katie's had a lot of life changes. And Erica's I really freezing have. time. Erica's just freezing time. <laughs> That's all. You're just <laughs> freezing time. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. No, I guess I've had more than I, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. And mine is still basically the same. I don't know. You had a big life change. Not It wasn't a positive one. <laughs> what? The breakup? Yeah. Me too. I mean, that was a life change. Yeah, but I guess. But it's also like, you know, not my first time breaking up with that person. <laughs> yeah, I know. But we were this time around. Same. Same. But this time sure, around, sure. we were like, they were actively 
saying like this is what I want this is what I want to do and then I don't know and their dumb boy brains just it was a different kind of breakup than we've ever had with these people before yes that there was a bound that there was a line that had been crossed in terms of how the relationship had evolved totally and then by breaking up it was a different like you can't you can't stay connected the same way you can't like it's just Mm -mm. it's just totally it's just different because a line got crossed and in order for me to heal for you to heal even for them to do the healing and growing that they ultimately need to do that the connection just needs to go away you can't yeah we can't the same way yeah i'm not i mean i'm not angry about mine anymore i'm just i'm sad you know it still hurts I'm in a, yeah, I mean, I feel like I got to the sad place pretty quickly. I went sad, angry, and then back to sad. I was pretty angry for quite a minute. <laughs> yes, well, you know, that's in fitting with everybody's personality. Uh, to be fair, mine was a lot more awful. Like, he he was just... Oh, yeah. I'll, oh, I'll, yeah. Give, I'll no. give yours some no, credit right, here. 5,000, 5, 5,000%. <laughs> like, both of ours was sudden, but yours was like so awful and i'll say it was mean it was really mean and i'll say my guy tried to handle it as kindly as he could under the circumstances yeah he had had a shift in how he felt and it felt sudden to me but he really did try to be as kind as he could about it yeah but to put a positive spin on it i think they both handled it with the tools that they had as best as they could yeah. That's not saying a lot, I, but that's true. That's what it is. <laughs> I think they both handled them, yeah, with the tools that they had. And um, <laughs> it's a t- no, I'm trying to think of a, like a way to say it's a it's a it's a tough, at least in my case, it's a tough breakup when you're breaking up, but it ends with a lot of love. Do you know what I mean? Like even in like like the mm-hmm. like the final like moments that you spend together is you're still like I really love you. I really care about you. Like they're just like full of love, and and therein lies the difference between how our our breakups went for us. But mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that like my like the end of it was like full of love, and it's almost like man, I wish you had just been really mean instead. It so didn't that- make it any easier, and it doesn't mean that like my feelings have lessened at all. You know, like that's why that's why we still can't talk to them because like all those feelings are still there. Yeah, it's gonna be like. It's going to be a long time. It's going to be years. It's going to be a long time. I just, yeah, yeah. I can't. Mm -hmm. And I also just can't imagine any relationship that either one of us would be in next. That, like, so you were planning a family with this guy and he's like still around? Yep. Yeah. I mean, I had, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Could you, like, most guys would be like, I, I can't do that. Like, oh, why not? Yeah, it's unfair to anybody else if you're trying to also just move on. So I just I can't even imagine. <laughs> like honestly, I don't know dating. Ugh, blech. I'm over it. I'm trying. I'm I'm trying to date. I'm you know, I'm putting in an effort. Sort of. Oh so okay. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, until uh, I guess next week after orientation. Yeah. Orientations on uh, Wednesday. Today's Saturday. Orientations on Wednesday. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We love you. Thank you. I can't remember how the new theme song sounds because I recorded it three years ago. Or I was singing. Oh, yeah. 
I don't I know. We'll, we'll have to listen. We'll have to. We'll have to do, listen do, do. to it again. Also co-written by myself and uh, Danny Townsend. Uh, and shout out here again. Shout out Danny and his beautiful. Shout out for the theme song. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll talk to you Bye. later. Bye. Bye. Bye.